to Hebrews chapter 11, and um, I've actually got a, got a new prayer bulletin, just uh, wanted to freshen that up for us on Wednesday evenings, and so um, I think Caleb's got those now, if you can, just take it off Malachi, and um, we'll just uh, hand it out in a little bit, but um, it's good to see you tonight, and uh, honest, uh, honestly tonight I'm feeling a little little like it is Wednesday, middle of the week, but it's good to always just come and, and just push through that a little bit and be here on a, on a Wednesday evening to pray together and just uh, seek the Lord together as a church family. I'm um, going to just do something a little bit different. I don't normally do this on a Wednesday, but start a, a bit of a, a series here um, in the next couple of weeks. And uh, the, the theme for... Um, for this month is uh, come back to foundations and just some of those things that sometimes um, ought to be there and, and really should be obvious, but sometimes we don't rehearse them enough or we don't get reminded about them and then the foundations sort of just aren't uh, maintained. And so we're going to do that on, a, on Wednesday night and talk about uh, really the the purpose of why we exist. You know, it says in Revelation 4.11, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for Thou hast created all things, and then the Bible says, and for Thy pleasure they are and were created. And so the whole, the whole reason why we're here on this earth is because we're supposed to please God. And so I'm just going to talk through what the Bible says about what pleases God. And um, start with this, this thought tonight of faith. And you know, I think sometimes we put in a lot of effort in regard to different things in the Christian life. And, and if we're not careful, if we're not remaining grounded on His Word, we can put in a lot of effort for not much. Um, my kids are um, undertaking, they're doing some swimming lessons and I've never been a particularly good swimmer, and so I wanted my kids to enjoy the water, and so we've enrolled them. They've been doing that for a while. In fact, probably aside from Jaden, they're already better swimmers than I. But, you know, if you've seen me swim, you'll, you'll know why. Yeah, there's a lot of splashing and a lot of energy and effort being used, but not a lot of movement and not a lot of gain for a lot of that, you know, splashing around. And I think a lot of Christians, they're just splashing around with things that they think please God, but there's not much they're gaining from it. There's not much that's actually, you know, getting God's attention. Um, but this one, I think, is, is really, to begin with, quite important. And Hebrews 11, let's just read the first six verses. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which were seen, which are seen, were not made of things which do appear. By faith Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous. God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead yet speaketh. By faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. 
Then notice here, just this great chapter of faith, a really key verse in verse 6, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. Uh, when you put it in probability terms, it means zero chance. All right, he says, there's no chance you can please God without this faith. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Let's pray tonight and we'll, we'll get into the word of God. Father, thank you, Lord, for the opportunity that we have together. Thank you, Lord, for, Lord, just your sustaining grace throughout the course of this week. And Father, Lord, as we look forward to the, uh, the next half of the week, we seek you again and ask that you would please uh, enable us, Lord. Um, I, I pray that you would just help us as we open your word and Lord, as, as in the next couple of weeks, focus on what pleases you, Lord. That, that is our desire and I, I do pray that you would help us to be found that way. And so pray that you please open your word to us this evening. Teach us, illuminate us, we pray in Jesus' most precious, holy, wonderful name. Amen. And so we're going we're gonna to look at this uh, this thought of, of faith. You know, what pleases God? A life of faith. And, you know, there's not, not really a great deal of new that we're going to learn. It's just reinforcing our foundations, right? And so we can only really find that we can, we, if we're going to please God, we're going to have to do it with a life of faith. And so we're going to look at this area, first of all, it's really foundational to, to all that we are as believers, but faith is I like to just define it simply as belief, just believing who God is and what he has said. And, you know, we could see here in, in the very first verse of this chapter that we read that faith is explained to us. It's the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. We know that we're told to walk by faith, not by sight. So we understand that we, there's this contrast to the, the faith life and the sight life and you know, we, we are very much a society that is bombarded with sight, right? There's a lot of things that we, are, we see, and, and oftentimes those things that are presented in front of us are the, the, the things that we pick up to make judgment about how we go about life. But God's trying to get us to, to a, a, a life of faith instead. So just a couple of thoughts tonight as we think about that. Um, really, firstly, faith is a cr critical ingredient when it comes to pleasing God. We already read it there in verse 6, it is impossible. Without faith, it is impossible to please Him. So, so the only way that you and I are going to please God is firstly just to have this foundation of faith, of understanding that, that as we go through life and approach life, it ought to be one that is driven by and then directed by faith. And so faith becomes a determining factor to whether you're going to please God or not. And, you know, you can, we can do a lot of things without faith quite easily. We could even read our Bible without faith. We could pray like we're going to do tonight without faith. We could go through the whole motions of the Christian life and not really be motivated by or directed by the idea that we do it because we believe in who God is and what he has said. Sometimes we do it because it, it, we've grown up with it, we've been saved a little bit, and so we know the drill. We know that we're supposed to do this, and before long, rather than, than, than a faith life, we're going again by the sight life. 
It's just what we know. And uh, in, in Romans 14, notice there with me, turn, turn there with me, in Romans 14, hope you brought your Bibles along, you can turn with me there to Romans chapter 14, notice verse 22. It says, Hast thou faith? Have it to thyself before God. Happy is he that condemneth not himself in that thing which he alloweth, and he that doubteth is damned if he eat, because he eateth not of faith. For whatsoever is not of faith is sin. So notice the very basic thing there of eating. Right? I, I think if I, I, I would probably guess tonight that everyone ate at some point. And even the, the very basic human thing of eating. And, you know, sometimes we approach the time that we, we have meals and if, if your family's like mine, we pray and we ask for God's blessing on that. Why? Because we want to approach this as a, as a faith thing. It's a life of faith. God is the one that supplied that. We're, we're only eating and we're only being given supply. And, and, you know, sometimes we can just be mechanical in that and we just, we're, we're just praying without heart, without belief. But the very, very basic thing of eating... And when you don't do it in faith, he says that's the example he gives us. Whatsoever is not of faith is sin. And so do you understand how critical it is of an ingredient? It is if we're going to please God. Spurgeon said it this way, not only do we need to possess faith, but we also need a faith that possesses us. That, that ought to be the surrounding, uh, the, the surrounding uh, facet of your life, it's, it ought to characterize what we do. We are people of faith. If faith is a critical ingredient to pleasing God, then, then how do we make our life a life of faith? Um, understanding this, faith is really foundational in the Christian life. It's the foundations of which we, uh, we start by really our faith, uh, our, uh, our Christianity originates from faith, uh, notice there again in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, he says, uh, But without faith it is impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is. So, you know, church tonight, if you're saved, I think we understand this, you were saved through gra by grace through faith. It was believing that, that, uh, that Jesus said, as uh, Jesus uh, we believe that Jesus, what he said about him is true, himself is true. And those things that he showed us is true in the word of God. Um, you know, belief in God is a starting point of faith. And, you know, it's not a belief on whom we think God is, but a belief on who God says he is. And so we're saved by grace through faith, but even our understanding of the, the origins of our, our natural life, the life that we live here on earth, notice that with me in verse 3. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the Word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Hey, listen, none of us here could, could, uh, none of us here could say that we were there at, the, at creation, but we believe it because of what we're told in the Word of God by faith. It's a belief. 
that that what that was. It's the, those things which were, notice there, which are seen were not made of those things which do appear. And so it's not a sight life that we understand that, that the, how the worlds came to be. No, we believe it by faith. And so even the, the very origins of our existence, not just our spiritual life, but our physical life, none of us here can truly remember when we were born. Yet we're here. You know you were. And, and what that is, it's, it's, it's an example of faith. And, um, and, and really, when, when it comes down to it, it's so foundational that it was right there from the beginning, but it is a beginning. You know, one of the, one of the main illustrations of faith in the Bible is that it's, it's faith is like a seed, right? And a seed, we don't know exactly, we don't see it, but when a seed, when it, it's planted in the ground, it germinates. And what a seed is designed to do, it's meant to grow. And so faith, whilst it's our, the, what originated our, our physical life and even our spiritual life, it's meant to be just like life itself. It's meant to be a growing thing. It's meant to grow in our lives. And so, just like the seed is designed to grow and bear fruit, our faith is meant to grow and bear something for the Lord. And so, it's that foundational. And, and really, how does one do that? It's simply this in Romans ten seventeen. So then, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Faith is gained through God's Word. Hey, you know, I think too many times, if we're not careful, we hear the thing of, you know, read your Bible. And we could just sort of dismiss that as, as a bit of kindergarten stuff, right? But, but you understand that is so critical in this whole life of faith. If we're not in God's Word and we're not listening like we are tonight and we're not in, in, in it daily like we ought, if we don't consult it in the things that, that matter in life when there comes a decision, there comes a, a cross point in your life, then how can we gain faith? Okay, faith is only gained through God's Word. As we grow in our relationship with God, remember the definition we gave at the beginning, it's belief, but it's, it's believing in who God is and what God said. You know, the only thing that God has given us that is, that, that, that is a testimony of who He is and what He has said is, is black and white in front of you, it's the Word of God. The, the heavens declare and we understand and the nature testifies but if you want something that's absolute, that if you wanted to know God and you want to know what He said, then it's only in His Word. You've got to get in it. You, you, that's a way that you're going to grow in your faith. And, you know, as we grow in our relationship with God through His Word, what we do is be, we begin to grow in faith. Now, often what's missing in a Christian uh, who's not satisfied with the things of God or perhaps is in reversal in his Christian life is just simply this. It's a genuine reading, study, and meditation of God's Word. How do you get to know God? You know, have you noticed that when you don't get fed spiritually, it's harder to live by faith? It's harder to sort of go, well, what does God want? What's God's nature in this? We're, we're more earthly-minded. It's just sight. And we're meant to be, as the Bible says, rooted and built up in Him and established in the faith as you have been taught. And so this, this understanding that this relationship that we have 
that with God, the life that pleases him is really going to be contingent on you, you getting in his word. So tomorrow, when you wake up and there's some quiet time in your day, um, there ought to be enough and plenty enough motivation because you, it's, you're, it's so needful for you. If we're going to do what we're supposed to, to do, please God, then we're going to need to get in His Word. We're going to need to get in there and, and know the mind of God. We're going to need to get in there and know the, the truth of God and know Him in His Word. But then what happens then is there's, there's an evidence of that. And look at 1 Thessalonians 1. Look at 1 Thessalonians 1. There's an outworking of that. And look at the first couple of verses of this chapter. So the, the greeting, Paul and Silvanus and Timotheus unto the church of the Thessalonians, which is in God the Father and in the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We give thanks to God always for you all, making mention of you in our prayers, remembering without ceasing, notice the, the description here, your work of faith and labor of love and patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ in the sight of God and our Father. So God sees this, and, and there's order in the Word of God. He says the work of faith, then there's a labor of love, and then there's a patience of hope. But again, starting point there, work of faith, knowing, brethren, beloved, your election of God, for a gospel came not unto you in word only, but also in power, and in the Holy Ghost, and in much assurance, as you know what manner of men we were among you for your sake. And you became followers of us and of the Lord, having received the word in much affliction with joy of the Holy Ghost. So there's all of these ingredients that we've already spoken about. It's the starting point, but notice the description. It's the work of faith. There's an outworking of it. And, you know, faith isn't just a, a silent growth within you. No, there's, it's going to be an, there's going to be an outworking of it, right? When, again, if I can use that analogy again of the seed, you, you, don't, you don't cheer for the seed that just sort of grows to a sapling. No, you want it to continue to grow and fulfill its purpose, okay? But you understand it's a, if it's going to be a healthy tree, if it buds the kind of fruit that it's meant to bud, it's not just, well, it's been planted. No. No, the, God's intention for that faith is to grow, and there's an outworking. There's an evidence of it. And, and you know, faith is seen in, in several ways. Quickly, faith is seen in our faithfulness to God. Right? It, when we understand who God is, then we understand that who, to whom we serve, to whom we can rely upon, to whom we can depend upon. And, and there's a great confidence in that because of, who He is and what we see. Faith is seen in our trust in God. Faith is seen in our joyfulness in God. And someone said it this way, faith is the unseen hand of God directing the seen workings of His people. And, you know, you, you might wonder how some have done this with their family and some have done that. And, and maybe, you know, you, you see the, the, the different people doing a work for God and they seem to be doing something unusual, different. If you walk down that, that great chapter of faith there, by faith, by faith, by faith. It's not because that person per se has some sort of 
miraculous power. No, it's the faith in them that's working. There's an outworking of that. All right? And, and so at the end of the day, faith pleases God because it actually points to His power because when, when we look at ourselves, we know it couldn't have been us. You know, at, at the end of the day, look at, look at 2 Thessalonians now. So the second letter to the, this group of people. And verse, verse 3 says, We are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is meet, because that your faith groweth exceedingly. And the charity of every one of you all toward each other aboundeth. And it's interesting, again, we won't take the time, but charity is an is a evidence of something in our lives. Really, it's, it's a maturing, growing a love for others. And he's saying there that your faith growing is evidencing that so that we ourselves glory in you in the ch churches of God for your patience and faith in all your persecutions and tribulations that you endure. You know, he's saying they're going through some things and they're, they're, they're marveling at their growing faith. They're marveling at their charity. They're marveling at their patience and faith as they endure all of that. And you know what it is? It's just repeated in those two verses, faith. By faith. And, and, you know, the world perhaps can look at you and uh, perhaps you've been, you were saved a little later and they've seen a difference in your life. And, you know, thank God for that. It's, it's God working in you. But it was by faith. Okay, the, the world can't see God. The world can't, can't put their finger on what's happening in a person's life. But you know what it is? It's just faith. And so that, that pleases God because really the mystery is how did that happen? But the answer is it was God. The invisible. You know, I think about the disciples who after the resurrection they were going about and they marveled at the words that they spoke and the only thing that those who were observing them could conclude was that they had been with Jesus. You know what they were saying in effect? They were saying, I can't see it, but I can see it. I can't see it, but it's, got to, it's not them. It must be their Lord. And that's a powerful thing in our life. You know, if, if we go about and we just believe in who God is and believe in what he said, then you know, it's gonna, it's gonna, there's going to be an out, powerful outworking in your life. And it's going to please God because it, it doesn't point to you. It points to the invisible. It points to the one who actually is making the difference in your life. All right, so next couple of weeks, we'll look at the rest. We'll just search the scriptures together on a Wednesday. But I appreciate uh, you coming again tonight. And, um, you know, it's a good thing for us to get together on a Wednesday evening. So, Brother Joe, thanks.